5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. Nine minutes to seven, some breaking news. On sunrise this morning, Joel Fitzgibbon has announced he'll contest the Labor leadership. We spoke with Anthony Albanese yesterday. The expectation in the morning was that Tanya Plibersek would announce her candidacy late yesterday. In fact, she withdrew. So now it's Anthony Albanese and Joel Fitzgibbon. I don't think Albo's going to be quaking in his boots about that. I reckon Joel Fitzgibbon will be lucky to get uh, double figures in terms of the the, the votes. He's he's a nice guy, um, but um, he, he doesn't command any support whatsoever that's going to pose a threat to Alba. He's the, he's the bloke who's from the Hunter Valley, big coal mining community in his seat. And there's the One Nation bloke who ran against him, got 22% of the vote. Purely by running on a platform going, I like coal. Wow. So Joel's the, the voice of the, you know, the, the, the regional blue-collar Labor MP going, we've thrown in a lot too much with the trendies. Yeah, he, mm. he got a first-hand look at it. <laughs> did he ever? All right, let's, um, like we did on much of Saturday night, take an unashamed and parochial South Australian look at the fallout from the federal election. The Premier, Stephen Marshall, is on the line. Premier, good morning to you. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Dave. Pretty remarkable result, Premier, although I can remember us chatting about six weeks ago about some of the parallels with the 93 fight-back election and having a bit of a weird sense that, that Scott Morrison was going to be able to pull off what a lot of people said was impossible. Spot on. If you don't understand it, don't vote for it. And if you did understand it, you wouldn't vote for it. That was uh, <laughs> that was the uh, Labor campaign in 93, and it was pretty much the, the campaign this time as well. The, 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 the reform agenda... Uh, the complexity uh, of the Labor offer was just not understood by a lot of people. And those that did understand it were horrified. It was really going to essentially pick a fight with uh, most Australians apart from their base. Uh, and, uh, of course, that's not how you win elections. Some of the criticism that Scott Morrison faced during the campaign reminds me of some of the the narky remarks made about your government. Where And sometimes it's from journos. You hear people saying, oh, you know, what's Marshall doing? What's, what's Morrison doing? Is one of the lessons out of Saturday that you can actually make virtue as a government of not doing a hell of a lot, provided you're there to keep the economic fundamentals right? Well, I think it's only people in the bubble that basically want to have the government interfering in their life every single second of the day. Most people want to get on with their lives. They just want a competent government, which is essentially going to lower taxes, build productive infrastructure, create jobs, put the settings uh, in the right place. That's not what Labor were offering, and that's precisely what Scott Morrison was offering. Lower taxes, more infrastructure, less regulation, creating more jobs, continuing the economic good times that we've had over the last six years. I mean, he has got a strong, growing economy. He's got massive jobs growth. We've got secure borders. We've got defence uh, increases in spending. And we've got a, a budget which is now projected to return to surplus. That's what middle Australia wants. Yep. That is exactly and precisely what middle Australia wants. Scott Morrison delivered it. He ran an incredible campaign. That's what the people of Australia voted for. And as I said to you guys on Saturday night, there has never, ever been a bigger difference between polling and voting. Polling Sure, people will send a message to their party. But voting, they always vote in the best interests of their family and for themselves. And that's precisely what happened. Premier, how does South Australia avoid becoming an afterthought in the aftermath of this election, given the Prime Minister's got debts to play in, in Queensland, in New South Wales and Tasmania? I can tell you one thing, Will. Scott Morrison is a massive 
brand of South Australia. There was virtually nothing uh, in my first year as Premier that I didn't pitch to him passionately that he didn't say, yep, we're going to do that. He wants South Australia to do extraordinarily well. It's 100% uh, invested in our reform agenda here in South Australia, and it is great news, absolutely great news for South Australia that he's continuing as the Prime Minister. There are concerns about what happens now with the Murray-Darling Basin plan, given the the agenda that so many Nats and people ran on uh, in Queensland and New South Wales that were hostile to the plan. Do you have any concerns about its uh, how long-term it's going to be after the election? Well, this is one of our key issues in South Australia. We're at the end of the river, so we've got to make sure that the, the, the states and the ACT, the, those jurisdictions further upriver, do the right thing by our state. I've already written to the Prime Minister. I've congratulated him, but I've said we've got to get those basin states and the territory together so that we can advance uh, the cause uh, in terms of making sure that that water comes down the river. I've already done that. Is, have you done that because you're worried that the alternative might happen? Because, I mean, quite clearly, people like Barnaby Joyce increasing their majority... He, he regards the river more as a tap than a natural wonder. Um, they'll be a bit emboldened, won't they? Look, the reality is uh, that we've had a Royal Commission in South Australia. Uh, we, we wrote to the uh, federal government before uh, the election, but I think it's fair enough to say that we, you know, the New South Wales government was in caretaker mode for part of that. The feds were in caretaker mode for part of it. All the... All the uh, all the governments have now been sorted. Now we want to get on with sitting down, getting people back at the table, talking about how we can secure the health of the river. It's absolutely vital to South Australia. It's one of our key priorities, and it's one that we're going to be working on every single day. Premier, you're a, a great personal friend and, and, and factional ally of the departing Liberal federal Liberal MP, Christopher Pine. Um, obviously, for, for, for many years, you go back to the Howard era, you had uh, Vanstone, uh, you had Hill... Uh, in, in the Cabinet, you had um, Minchin, you had Downer, you had Ian McLaughlin uh, for some time. There was a lot of federal influence. And then in the last government, Chris Pine, Simon Birmingham, both of them in the Cabinet together. Do you think that there'll be as many South Australians in Scott Morrison's next Cabinet? Or will he, will he have to share the love around to the eastern states and we might lose that pot, that spot that Chris held? Well, I don't think there'll ever be another politician like Chris Pine. Let's be quite serious about that. He was one in a million. Uh, and he did fight for South Australia. You are 100% spot on. But Simon Birmingham is a very, very significant player in the Morrison government. Don't forget, he was the campaign spokesperson the entire mm. way through. He was in lockstep with the Prime Minister, so we couldn't have a, a better advocate in Canberra uh, than him. But Anne Ruston, uh, of course, uh, is a minister. David Fawcett uh, is a parliamentary secretary. I expect those two to uh, feature very prominently. So shuffle them got... up. Say so, so, so again, Sh- Shuffle them up. Well, I think that they've done extraordinarily well in those portfolios, those areas. And so we would love to see them continue as prominent members. But our number one advocate, I guarantee you this, is Scott Morrison. He loves coming to South Australia. I mean, he awarded the Space Agency to South Australia, the SmartSat CRC, to South Australia, a fantastic city deal and a great population strategy. That's what he did for me in my first my first 12 months in the job. And that is great news because he wants to see South Australia get up off the mat after 16 years of Labor government in this state, create more jobs and have a, a much greater sense of confidence in this state. And he is 100% invested in that and that's great news for us.
Good stuff. Premier Stephen Marshall, thank you very much for joining us. We'll chat again thank soon. Thanks, guys. It's coming up to 7 o'clock on the other side of the 7 o'clock news. Uh, Sarah Hansen-Young is going to join us. She was returned as, as, as Senator. Had one hell of a fight on her hands in the federal election campaign, but was, was returned here in South Australia. The news somewhat more sombre, though, yesterday. A threat against her, an attack on the Greens officers, was an ugly side to politics in Australia. We'll get into all that in just a moment.